0: Hey, I'm Steph. I'm a motivator, creator, small business owner, and educator. I am a lover of all things health, spirituality, inspiration, and business. These are just a few words to describe me, along with passion, grit, and resiliency. Regardless of what I'm up to, I am soul-driven to create a purpose-filled life and find the advantages in adversity, all while keeping a smile on my face.
1: Soul Driven with Steph is a podcast that will fill up your cup and leave you feeling empowered, inspired, and on fire as you listen to interviews and stories of other soul driven and strong women that have overcome against all odds. This podcast was a calling on Steph's soul to serve, connect, and share stories of struggles and successes, all to create a community so that you know you're never alone. Grab a cup of coffee, get ready to learn laugh and leave with wisdom and strategies to connect to your soul and get back in the driver's seat of your life today. Here's stuff!
0: So this recording is from a special evening event that we did for Small Business Sister Circle. The event is called Women with Wisdom, and it was hosted at the Court Above Main here in La Crosse. And we basically got to Q&A with a seasoned female small business owner for the evening. So our guest of honor for this event was Corinne from Four Sisters, and I hope you enjoy this conversation. All right, let's dig on in. So I love to just ask the very first question. And when I when I got to know Corinne, so welcome Corinne thank and you. thank you for being here. Um, we actually hosted our very first Sister Circle social at Four Sisters venue, right? Who was there? Anyone there at that one? I know a couple of you were. Yeah. So it was so cool. Yeah, we got to we got to kick it off there um, with our very first event. So when I was trying to think of, hmm, who would be a great person to bring into our next Q&A, Corinne came to mind. And I just think of Four Sisters as being such a prominent, well-established business in our area and um, women-owned. So heck yeah, let's do it. Tell us a little bit, Corinne, about um, what, what led you into starting Four Sisters and the origin story, I guess. <laughs>
1: Well, um, first off, I hope my voice doesn't crack too much. I'm not. Um, this is not my forte. <laughs> uh, when I told my husband I was doing this, he's like, "You're volunteering. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> um, so I'm, um, you know, nervous, and and hopefully I'll be able to keep my train of thought going. <laughs> um, plus, I went to the Argyle Speed Waking Center oh <laughs> um but as far as starting the business, um, it kind of started with one of my sister in laws. So it is four sisters, but it's really three sisters and a sister in law. That doesn't sound that good. <laughs> four sisters. Um, she kind of thought, well, maybe I'll start a, a dessert only company. I'm like, okay, that sounds great. And she's like, well, will you help me with the business plan? Sure. So I started putting these things together because I love to mess around with numbers. And, um, so we started that, well, then she couldn't find a location and I don't think it's something she really wanted to do. So then I'm like, well, what if we started a restaurant? Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Okay. No, that sounds great. Thinking all this time, like there's no way we're really going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> we, I had my experiences working at Denny's in the Donald's third shift. Um, and her experience, Lori, was working at a when she was like 16, 17, um, and the other two had no experience either. So, um, you know, I'm doing the business plan, I'm doing the numbers, everything sounds good. I, I can definitely sell this, um, you know, to the bank and to the, the tenants of the, or the landlord of the building, um, and it just kept going. Like it didn't stop. You know, we just kept going and we're passing all these hurdles. And I'm still all the time thinking, this isn't really happening. There's no way we're going to do this. Um, we had no clue. I mean, we were going to make deli sandwiches um, and wrap them in this cool brown paper. And my husband was in there and he's like, How many of these sheets of paper do I have to rip off? And my sister was like, Just keep doing it. <laughs> Didn't be yes. we didn't. We never that. We didn't <laughs> yeah. So I mean, there was. It was just crazy. I mean, it was during the recession. The first yeah, two thousand. 2000- we started. We started the business in two thousand eight, but didn't okay. open until two thousand ten. Okay. So I don't really know how we got along. Not a prayer, right?
0: I don't doubt, but yeah. And you came from. So you were working a full time job um, and more of the corporate yeah. side. So were you thinking you would just keep your full-time job and do this? Oh, the side? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause why not? Right.
1: Uh, you know, we can just do everything. Um, yeah. So when I had two kids, uh, at the time, small kids. And so, and I was continually, you know, um, uh, being promoted, you know, so I was kind of on the track of the corporate ladder, um, you know did I had five different positions in 17 years so I was at an executive level um, made money um, important (laughs) starting a new business there's just nothing I mean you have to be ready for that Um, so I was really into you know all the corporate things you know brainstorming all the you know new catchphrases just all the things that you know go with that and then being in this restaurant industry, I mean, nobody spoke that language at all. And it was really hard for me because I thought, well, I should be able to communicate and, you know, like provide direction. I was going to do standard operating procedures. and <laughs> 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 So it's so, foreign, you know, I mean, literally I was having to communicate with some of the people that we hired. I mean, they're tripping over their ankle bracelets. From James, you know behind the line, and mm-hmm. I'm like trying. They don't care. So that was a huge, huge culture shock for me, um, and I really missed that and that identity. Um, although I did still have the job, but I thought I could easily um, transition some of that knowledge, but. They people just didn't want to
0: hear it. <laughs> yeah. So totally different um, culture yeah. than working in a corporate side versus small business and a restaurant. Because I feel like right. a restaurant, you get like all different walks of life definitely to do the different moving parts. Um, so how long did it take you for you to realize, okay, I can't do both. And now I need to give up this, this full-time job to pursue this business. So of course we decide we're going to start another business.
1: <laughs> you know? um and yeah. so it's like again oh sure okay now we'll do catering
0: <laughs> um
1: and so we ended up buying the the fourth street building um I and I my husband and I are still married <laughs> I <did> a- and- <laughs> It's, it's been crazy. So we, we bought that building and he is a full-time, you know, he has a full-time job. He's a railroad engineer. So he is, wow. it's pretty, yeah. Um, and so, and he had to do a lot of the physical work. So we're tearing everything out of that building. It's a gorgeous building mm-hmm. on the inside. Um, It did not look like that when we bought it. Um, But I was kind of thinking, okay, that building has, you know, the front area we can do something with that. Then we've got the big back catering, mm-hmm. plus we've got apartments upstairs. So I was thinking there's different um revenue streams coming in, in case something you know goes wrong, because it always goes wrong. <laughs> you know, That's something, from, yeah. 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 So then I'm still working at train. I worked at train company and so Rand, um, and was traveling quite a bit. Um mm-hmm. and then finally it was like, oh, I can't do this. I cannot, I wasn't doing a good job at anything, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And so, yeah, then I left that job after 17 years and it was really, really weird because I wore suits and I wore (laughs) nice shoes. You know, it was, it was fun. I enjoyed dressing up and just, you know, doing that. And now, Kelly, you know what you, <laughs> you probably knew who I was when I walked in. I usually don't makeup on, I've been black leggings. My goal this year was to wear some that weren't ripped. <laughs> I didn't want to achieve that goal. So it's, yeah, it's black
0: leggings, a big sweatshirt, tennis shoes. So it's been different. It's been an adjustment. Yeah. And could you talk to even just like the identity shift, probably? Because a lot of women here maybe either still work their full time job and want to either pursue their business full time, but there's like a a shift that comes with that. Um, Could you speak to a little bit of like the identity? kind of shock or change that you went through going from this corporate side to small business ownership? Like, how did you overcome that?
1: Um, I don't know. I don't know. You know, (laughs) I really have completely. Um, I just kind of just continue to change and evolve. Um, I am lucky that I can shift my passion and my excitement to a lot of different things. So, um, you know, (sighs) the culture shock or the shock was different and just that my peers um, weren't speaking the same language in, you know, where I went to. And I just took that for granted. I didn't understand how important that was because if, so I can see some of you people are nodding your head, yes, as I'm saying this. So I would have killed for that years ago when I was in the restaurant talking to, um, you know, some of my partners or, you know, my employees and they just look at you like, what are you even talking about? You know, why are you talking, you know? <laughs> no, we're just going to make the food. Like, we need to do it. Like, you I mean, don't, need don't need any <laughs> planning. You don't need any financial planning. You know, you don't have to forecast. You don't do any of that. Just, mm-hmm. you just do it. Just shows up, you know? And you just make payroll without <laughs> thinking about it. This happens. Um. So, I, yeah, I'm not sure that I really answered your question well minute, it's like an ever-evolving really like yeah oh and I was just saying about um being able to kind of transfer my passion and just I get really excited about really dumb things um and uh you know I mean little things like even um <laughs> I used to cut grass for the church our church. Um I used to cut the lawn and this was when I was in high school back in my, my hometown and I remember thinking when I'm cutting um People are gonna come to church and be like, wow, this is the best. (laughs) (laughs) And And that's just kind of how I've always just gone about it. Like they're gonna look at this and be like, Oh my gosh, this is
0: amazing. Mm -hmm. It's cutting the scrap. So (laughs) (laughs) that's just kind of It's It's in the details, right? So like focusing on the details. It um, it is. It's not just a big picture. It's the little things that add up over time. That
1: is absolutely true. It is definitely about the little things for sure. Yeah. It's, um, you know, that's one thing we did, right? Um, When we did the business case, you know, we, we really spent a lot of time, or I spent a lot of time on the mission statement. And I would keep going back, like, we have to stick with that, stick with that mission, you know? And our main objective was to make sure that the customers that came through our door um, left happy and were excited to come back. And so what did that mean? You know, mm-hmm. like really sit down and think about what that meant. You know, it was the atmosphere, it was a service, it was the food, it was the drinks, you know, it was the temperature, um, noise level, just everything, everything mm-hmm. about that. And that, you know, kept us, um, you know, kind of on the right direction. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because as you scale, as you grow, you talked about adding the catering and the fourth street, you've also had other things that you've added, right? Oh, yes. And yes, um, were. share a little bit about kind of, you know, just the other ventures that you've traveled. Uh, yeah, I mean, that wasn't enough to have two <laughs>
1: businesses. So We decided then, well, let's buy another business. And I really, truly, uh, like, I know it's crazy because it's a lot of money and there's a lot at stake. I mean, our homes are on the line. We weren't wealthy people. Um, It was two of the sisters. Well, at this time, we already had lost one sister. Um, Like as a partner. As a partner. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And so, uh, you know, two of us were the only ones that had assets. Um, And so... You know, yeah let's buy another business that had failed before multiple times. but we could definitely do it you know with you know no staff and whatever we were going to do it so we bought another business had it as a restaurant and also then as a venue for parties um it was we had a huge tent like a 400 person tent and the maintenance on this place was crazy it was like four acres so there I was, cutting grass, you know, <laughs> and came back into doing what you love, right? <laughs> um, and then that's the thing to a small business person. I mean, you do everything. You're the CEO. You're the janitor, you know. I can't tell you how many dishes I've done in my life. A, mm-hmm. a ton. Um, but we opened that place. And at that time, we had also been pursued by someone from Verona, uh-huh. Wisconsin, that had um said I loved your restaurant um you know would you consider opening here and I was like no definitely not we're not going to do this um it's too much it's a distance you know we can't be hands on like we've been um and so we still had this new place Creekside that we were just starting and then Of course, we opened Verona. (laughs) And uh, at that time, Creekside is struggling because we're providing terrible service. Um, You know, we didn't have the right staff in place. Um, Financially struggling hardcore because we were using our other business to support that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, undercapitalized, it was just terrible. But yet Mm -hmm. we still go ahead and open another business. Um, And... That concept was good. Um, everything about that should have worked out, um, but just without being there, the hands-on, um, you know, it doesn't matter how good those your people are. They're just they're not you, and they mm-hmm. don't care. Like I knew how much does a our garbage bag cost? How much does a napkin cost? How much is a straw? Like I knew everything, and I know they did because they were going through it like crazy. You know, I mean. We used to go to auctions. Lori and I did, and you know, I can back up a trailer, but I can drive it forward. So <laughs> we can just circle around wherever we. <laughs> 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 that's, that's, okay. up in- that's right. So here we are. You know. Yes. Find Making do with you know what you have. So we needed equipment. Let's find it reasonably cheap. We'll drive you know, who cares? It's downtown Milwaukee, big deal. Minnesota Minneapolis. many hours, you know, trying to navigate. And I'm in this big truck and a big trailer behind and just doing circles because I can't back up. You know, (laughs) Um, I mean, people thought we were crazy, but they then would just want something, you know, they'd be like, well, we need this new piece of equipment. It's like, are you kidding? I mean, we like, would scrounge and just do anything we could mm-hmm. and and so anyway that we closed that after two years that was a really really costly lesson really costly mm-hmm. but you know we needed to shut it down so yeah and then Creekside was just like stretching yourself too thin Creekside was tough just because of all the maintenance so we mm-hmm. finally got it to where we had good food we had good service we I felt good about what we were doing. Um, and when a couple of the last weddings that we were doing, I'm like, this is not, this isn't fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I, the, the what their people were expecting and um, you know, just like, the things you're working so hard for and they're just like moving it here, moving it there. And they just, you know, they didn't care. And at that point I was like, this, this isn't feeling good to me anymore. And my son, my middle son was going in the Marines and he had been a good, uh, you know, he was helping with the grass and, you know, helping with setting up chairs and just all the physical work that was getting a a lot harder for us Mm -hmm. to do. Um, so then I said, okay. And I felt like I was constantly fighting my family. on, um, you got, we got to get rid of this stuff. We got to just sell it. And I'm like, I know we can make it work. I know we can make it work. And Finally, I just had to say, no, it's okay. It's not a failure. I we just gotta move on.
0: So yeah, and like you said, an expensive lesson to learn, right? But sometimes you you learn them yeah. through just trying it and going through it. And then, do you feel like it was a, those both of those spaces were decisions based on like solely numbers, or was it just like you knew that it was it was what you needed to um, do?
1: We I just knew like well Verona. I mean. You guys, I can't even, I mean, the fact that we are where we're at is amazing because mm-hmm. I kind of looked through some old emails because I saved everything, <laughs> like way too much information because you never know when you're going to need it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and just reading through some of this stuff back from 2010 and 11 and 12 and what I'm saying is like, oh my gosh, you know, the financials are this and... <laughs> I mean, back when we had Verona, I would have thought we were on the positive practically because Verona, it got bad, like mm. bad, 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 like bottom of the barrel, bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I my mom was giving and loaning us money. Um, she'd call herself, thank Jan.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank God she, she was yeah. there. Um, but it was it, that was just, it had to be done. Yeah. yeah. And then Creekside, the financial number, the numbers were there, but it was just physically, we couldn't do it. You know, now we're down to two sisters and, um, you know, we just don't have yeah the resources to do all that. And now it's fun because we can focus on the original
0: two businesses mm-hmm. that we should have stuck with, <laughs> um, and, and enjoy what we're doing. Absolutely. And I mean, just, I would say you probably agree with the saying bigger or more is not always better, right? Like it's it's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it spreads yourself thin. So every time that you take on something else, you got to look at the cost of what that's going to the toll or the sacrifice that's going to take on your current business, right? Because like you said, you can't be everywhere all at the same time. Um and along all of this you could also speak to just I'm sure how challenging it was, you know, going into business with family and oh. or partnerships <laughs> in general, yeah. right? Are the challenging. Family,
1: the family dynamic that that has been, seriously, we could have definitely we would have made a lot more money at with a reality TV show than <laughs> I mean, it was it was. Crazy. Crazy. Mm-hmm. I, mean, we crazy. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, people throwing drinks in each other's faces, you know, screaming, crying. And here is the really kicker: We would do this have meetings at the restaurant. Like in front of people. Oh, yes. As we're telling our staff, we'll smile when you go out there. It's like, why would they do that? We're fucking A meeting that does not down you know fight and uh yeah just um but we also opened the restaurant with no money you know in the drawer mm-hmm. so
0: when you know the first night I mean we we learned a lot we yeah learned a lot yeah so really just jumped in Um, you had a business background, but the rest of them didn't. And I'm sure that was challenging as well. But to be able to just say, like you said, you've made it this far is a miracle. But I think we can all relate to that. At some point, we've had those deep, dark breakdown moments. Um, What would you say got you through those really tough times when you were running the multiple locations, and then deciding that this, this is enough, I, I can't do all of this? Um I think uh, you know, well
1: just completely honestly, we had no choice. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know, it was like there there's many times I just wanted to bury my head in the sand and just be anyone but me. Yeah. Um and you know, it was tough. Like I'm telling you, it was tough. We were paying bills, the restaurants bills. From our checking account, I didn't even take, I wasn't even getting paid. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, it, you know, it was the family, family support mm-hmm. and knowing deep down, knowing that these can work if we just take away some of the burden that we put these other businesses under, um, you know, really looking at the numbers saying, okay, it can work, we can make it, mm-hmm. um, you know, but I think it was it's the determination, you know, like, I cannot fail. I yeah. want you know, right. Um, and you know, just having support of family and, you know, just determined.
0: Yeah. And would you say letting go of some of those other, um, places or ventures and really honing in on, like you said, the two original spaces was the turning point to make things more positive and profitable, yeah. you know, Creekside, we came out good with that.
1: There was no debt. So that was no big deal. And I could feel good about how that ended. It was fine. Um, Verona, that was a lesson learned. Mm-hmm. We're going to pay that, you know, just keep paying on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, whatever, I, you don't give it much thought cause there's what do you do? Yeah. Right. So then, yeah, just focus on what we've got. And luckily we've got some really good employees, um, who, you know, really stuck with us and, um, You know they have a passion for what they're doing as well. Um, You know and yeah, just were able to keep going.
0: And you've obviously had to build up your team throughout the years, elevate people to more um, maybe management type roles, so that you could do even more of the uh, higher level things that you do now. Um, How did you do that? Like how did you pull people in, keep them through the really hard stuff? Because that is when a lot of people you know, perfect oh. time to jump ship, and, right? Yes, for <laughs> for sure. We're struggling, you might as well jump out now, right? right. But the, there are people that will stick with you through all of that. And those are like goal people, right? Yeah. So how did you kind of continue to grow that over the years?
1: Um, You know, I have seen a lot of different um, roles and I've been in a lot of different roles throughout my career. And, um, you know, pretty much any, you can teach anyone anything really um but to motivate them is Mm -hmm. tough I mean that's almost impossible in my opinion um so when you find someone that's motivated takes the initiative you know wants to learn wants to grow I mean if you can grab onto that and then training them on the things is I mean that's just Kind of basic yeah so, so hiring he, he, people that know, are motivated or seeing that you know we had a, well, our gm was a server um yeah. and he you know was just always willing to do more you know mm. um really positive attitude kind of made you feel like things were going to be okay <laughs> 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 you have those people yeah. yeah um and so you know He was looking at going somewhere else, um, you know, moving away, and so we, hey, what what do you think of this? Mm Sure. So, um, you know, really like just looking at the people that you have that have a certain um skill set or you know uh, mindset, Mm -hmm. and then just working on the development
0: yeah you know. giving them different opportunities and ways to learn and grow and elevating them and i think that's the important thing is really looking at um how
1: they learn because every you know people learn in so many different ways um and recognizing that mm-hmm. uh i think that's what's helped us is that we are very open um and you know if if they're not doing a good job based on how we train them, then it's gotta be something that we've done wrong. Mm, We have not trained them properly. Um, So I think like once you can kind of identify, um, you know, how that person learns and then, you
0: know, take that path, that's, that's what's helped us. And it sounds like you believe in like total ownership, right? So if someone is not working out, then it's on you to figure out why, you know, maybe like you said, you didn't train them right, or maybe they're just not the right fit, right? From the beginning, they might not be the (laughs) right fit. Um, Usually it's, I mean, if
1: they, yeah, I mean, there are those, there are those few that it's just not going to work out. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, there's with the different businesses that we have there's a lot of different opportunities so maybe they're not a good fit for this position but they might be a, a decent fit for you know something else unless they just are you know they're late they don't show up you know those kind of things then it
0: you know, can't fix that you can't train that away right yeah yeah let's open up the floor um brandy you have a question <laughs> well i can relate Hundred percent. I understand what you're saying, and she's a hundred percent right. You hire for
1: that positivity, that smile, that motivated soul. You know, if they can learn and they're willing to learn, mm-hmm.
0: they are worth holding on to because you gave them home. You mm-hmm. taught them skills they didn't have before, and what you're doing for them. They appreciate so much more than you know. Mm -hmm. You can have a huge impact on somebody's Mm
1: -hmm. life just by caring enough to ask them, how do you learn? Mm -hmm. What makes you feel appreciated? What is motivating to you? Because what's motivating to them completely different Mm -hmm. than what motivates you. is being able to have that honest conversation with them. They respect
0: you so much more for it. And it's all on the table.
1: You mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. I don't know. yeah.
0: Congratulations! <laughs> what you've
1: done is really hard to do, and I don't know,
0: like a boss. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Questions for Corinne. Good
1: question. Yeah.
0: How did you initially decide your menu? Ooh, the menu. So,
1: yeah, that. Um, so we started uh, working on that a couple years before um, we opened. Um, and Lori, she, she, her husband is, was in the Navy, so they traveled everywhere and they lived in, in a lot of different places. So although her real background is A and W, um, <laughs> you know, she's, she's, uh, you know, really prepared and tasted a lot of different food and she loves food. Mm-hmm. Um, so that helped, I could have told you where the best burger was and that's it because I was super greedy with my food choice. I didn't want to like waste that, you know, on something that I might not like. So and then sharing, like I don't want to share. I didn't want to share like my fries or my burger. Well that was I was kind of struggling with our the, concept. The yeah. Idea. Yeah. Um but so <laughs> we we went around to a different a lot of different places, like in Chicago, in Minneapolis, Madison. And at first, it seems like it's fun because we're going to try these different things. And for me, it's like oh, if it has a mushroom in it, I'm not going to eat it. You know, <laughs> so I really had to expand my palate. Um, and then it was like we're dissecting everything. What does this taste like? What is that? What is this? You know. And mm-hmm. so it was like just really going out and and trying to um explore different you know things that people have or we'd find recipes and I'd give it to Lori and say here what do you think you could do this or then she'd always put her twist on it and then I said earlier like we're very open with our employees so we'd say do you guys have anything that you would want to try or you know do you have a better way of doing something and Um, so we've had, you know, recipes from people, just
0: family recipes that we've tweaked. And, you know, so it's interesting too, because like you, I mean, just listening to you, like the food was not even what you were like necessarily passionate about. No, (laughs) it's, it was the business side of it. Right. right? It was a challenge. I mean, I kind of always had that
1: entrepreneurial type spirit. I mean, I was from a really small town. And um, I had two paper routes, <laughs> and I would sell cards. I mean, the neighbor people must have hated seeing me pull up with my wagon. <laughs> you know, on how what is she going to try to sell? <laughs> um, but so I kind of
0: always had that. You know, I knew I wanted to do something. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So we had this conversation today with some of our sister circle members about um, the the idea that you are not your ideal client. I'm curious. What are your thoughts on that? Do you feel like who you're serving is you or is it not? Now? Yes. Okay. Me back then.
1: Um, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think I would have been, you know? Yeah. Um, it has been fun. I mean, throughout this, I know I kind of been talking about maybe some of the negative and, and the hardships, but, um, you know, I mean, Lambrusco was the wine that my husband and I wouldn't drink. I mean, it's like, I don't even know if they make that anymore, but um, (laughs) do they? I mean, that's your high end. Uh, And so, you know, being able to you know, I like a lot of different things. I still don't like mushrooms, but you there are a lot of different things that I really enjoy and a lot of the wines that mm-hmm. I can, you know, I've developed the palette for that. Um, so I would say now I am, um, I, you know, kind of, you know, I don't know. I, I would have to kind of chill out. I don't like to dine at the place now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's just too stressful. Um, yeah. You're constantly yeah, thinking of what you're putting through for change. Or just like, <laughs> and they just, the
1: staff hates it when I come in because, <laughs> you know, they know what they're doing. And so I, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, that person doesn't look happy. Did they not? You know, have they not been waited on? Did you? You know, what are they waiting for? And I'll be like, damn, damn, see (laughs) that? What's going on with them? He's like, what, what? nothing they're good you know and so i it's it's not fun for me to be yeah yeah and i'm sure they don't like it either so
0: (laughs) So would you say at this point you are more hands-off um inside the actual so i do all the still all the
1: financials um i help with all the menu um like pricing so they bring me the stuff and i just you know we talk about it and you know do the, the the data checks and um You know, I do payroll um, and do a lot of mentoring with Mm -hmm. the the guys, but they know what they're doing. Um, They check in with, you know, we talk every day, Mm -hmm. um, multiple times a day, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but they they've done a good job and they know what they're doing. Um, I'm always going to be involved. Mm -hmm. uh, But, you know, uh, yeah, we're I'm definitely hands off.
0: Um, yeah part
1: of it that's awesome yeah and have I mean, you been for a while or how how um, long yeah i mean it's been i still come in and expedite sometimes um you know a couple saturdays i'll you know i they've been short i've done dishes um <laughs> but you know, they don't want me really
0: <laughs> yeah. so yeah it's been a few years yeah that's awesome yeah and do you feel like when you first started, maybe, and or when you were in the thick of it, that the role that you're in now, being able to be hands off, do you feel like that felt really far away or near impossible when you were doing everything? Yeah, it still
1: feels, I, I think, I don't think I'll ever feel um, that it's, everything is okay because- <laughs> you know when you're doing your own business when you have your own business i mean it's it stops with you like it i mean you are doing payroll you're paying the bills you know you mm-hmm. if an employee decides all of a sudden they one of your key employees don't want to be there anymore i mean you're
0: stuck mm-hmm. you know it's going to be you yeah right i'll be on the Who's line going to be you today. don't want Who's that
1: to be on call right so. yeah exactly so it's it's like easier. It's a little bit more relaxing, but it's still always there, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for and sure. And that's just kind of something mm-hmm. you get used to as part of mm-hmm. ownership, yeah. I
0: guess. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Questions.
1: Yeah. So, how long did you have your full time job from the time you started your business? And the second <laughs> part of the question is, do you feel that like if you had that pure, uh full time job earlier, you could have your business would have been better? So I um so we we started in two thousand eight and I left my job full time job in two thousand and fifteen um and I you know logically. I would think yes I could it would have been better mm-hmm. um but I don't I think I had to go through all of that mm-hmm. we all did to I mean maybe not all of <laughs> it <laughs> <laughs> um, but a good part of it just to really um learn how to communicate um and uh, and kind of appreciate the things that have happened, um, we don't take anything for granted. Like, yes, there might be a wait list right now, but tomorrow there might not be, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. every single move and customer and, you know, compliment and complaint is all important. I mean, we don't dwell, like we do get some bad reviews and and it stinks, you know? Um, and we dissect it, like what happened? You know, we, we mm-hmm. try to figure it out. Now, sometimes there's, it's, you know, it's just something you can do. Like the customer just wasn't going to be happy. <laughs> and that's okay. But could we learn something from yeah, it, you know? Um so did I answer your question? You're, You're, what, you. Okay. <laughs> so seven years? Seven years until yeah. you and I don't know that I would have I See, I always kind of thought I could, you can just do it all. Like we can just make it, make everything work. Um, Right. Like just, I mean, people that when I was in corporate, they'd say, oh, I can't do that. I won't be able to do that. I don't have enough time. And I'm thinking, well, (laughs) get something and do that and then come back to work. Right. Yeah. Because that's just how, you know, I did it. And then pretty soon you find out you are shifting, shifting, shifting. Now I've got a whole list of things that I shifted. And you know, mm-hmm. I'm constantly behind. Yeah, yeah. But I'm sure because I'm in the same board right mm-hmm. now, so it's just no. yeah, yeah. Full time and business. Yes, yeah. I would <laughs> full like your main story no yeah it was crazy I mean when I think about 17 years there that was a long time and you know I think I just had that oh I these are my leaders and I'm gonna follow them and they're getting these speeches and it's like oh my gosh yes yes we can do this you know I'm I'm like the perfect employee for like oh for sure I buy into everything until mm-hmm. I was on the executive team and they're saying things like I give them what to say or part of it and they're saying these things and I'm like that is definitely not how that happened or that is not happening you know uh, this is right. not this didn't feel good you know and I really had a hard time with thinking about how it's going to be for my kids like what are I working for like what am I doing you know I mean it kind of just really, I had a hard time with that, you know, mentally, because I was so about like, yes, we can do it. You need this done. Absolutely. We're going to make it. I don't know how, but we're going to make it happen. Um, and then it just kind of was like crushing, yeah. you know, that they weren't like, really being truthful. Yeah. You know? And there's some real mm-hmm. ugliness, the, mm-hmm. the power, um, it's, there's some really, you know, um, things that I just, it's like, no, nope, this is not true. Yeah. Just the integrity. Yeah. Piece. Financially, we would have been, I mean, way better. <laughs> if <I was> there. <laughs> um, but, you know, there's a lot of things that we've been able to do with these businesses. I mean, one of our head chefs, our head chef, um, came to us when he was like 19 years old and was in jail did not have ankle bracelet. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, he worked his way up and first he got his a car and then, you know, he got his GED and then he, you know, bought a house. He got married. He has a kid and he is
0: like, he's rocking it, you know? Mm-hmm. Would you say that's one of the pieces that keeps you going and moving too? I know when we interviewed Deb, she kind of shared the same thing as that, like, the ability to see the employees not only grow um, through the business, but like make friends with people at the business. And just like the, knowing that you're making a positive impact, not just on your clients and your customers, but like your team as well.
1: Yeah. I mean, definitely. we talked a lot because most of our staff, our service servers are um, college students. Mm -hmm. So we get them for maybe four years and then it's another wave. And um, so we've talked about having like, Server reunion, you know yeah, that's be that'd be so fun. couple of them that we're still kind of close with. um but yeah, I mean, it's if that's a huge part of it mm-hmm. huge part of doing what we're doing because if it was financially I mean you just wouldn't do it <laughs> yeah so, you yeah, know. you could have quit a long time yeah, ago yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but um you know you for to to be in a business owner, I think I can't imagine it being different, much different from other businesses, you have to have a passion for mm-hmm. when you're doing it. You I mean it's you have to be driven. I don't mm-hmm. I still I don't get up and think, oh I have to go to work today or mm-hmm. you know, I mean I'm not gonna say I like super excited everything like everything. Yeah, I I it. It like, yeah. But I mean I definitely I don't dread it or I don't think, oh, you know, another day. Mm-hmm.
0: It's, it's still exciting for me. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. I love that. Other question.
1: Can you talk a little bit more about the mentorship that you do with your employees, your team? You um, it's pretty informal. Um, so I did not, um, unfortunately, I did not have any mentors, and I have been to things like this, not in this kind of setting, because, um, you know, being in the businesses that I was in thirty years ago, uh, women, it was competition women against women. I mean, it was cutthroat. We were not like, you know, my sister. It was like my enemy, you know? (laughs) I mean, it was this, it it wasn't like this. Um, and I remember hearing people say, oh, I had this great mentor and I'm thinking, am I ever going to have a mentor? You know? Yeah. Um, there's been a few things, a few people that, um, have impacted me, um, you know, in a positive way. Um, And, you know, that's helped, but I didn't, I haven't really had to have that kind of role model um, in business. So um, basically, uh, I try to get to know the uh, you know, my team as, as much as I can to kind of then, and this is what I kind of try to tell my managers, is you have to get to know, you know, what makes these guys work, you know, like, what drives them like where do they live where do they go to school you know are they close to their family like what kind of what are yeah. their hobbies? it doesn't take much mm-hmm. um and then you can kind of and like she was saying you know um find out what makes them you know yeah, what motivates them? Because I we've given people raises before, thinking this is going to be great, and they turned out worse than ever. It's like mm-hmm. I gave you a raise, and this yeah, they're not motivated
0: by money. And either. it was like, <laughs> yeah. you know,
1: it's like a uh, several times it's been like that. Interesting. So, yeah, um, I it's really just getting to know the the person individually. I mean, taking the time, showing that you care, you're invested, and it has to be genuine. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: For sure. Other questions? Brenda? I had a thousand questions. Yeah. Some of
1: them just got to an answer. But I'm just sorry about you going with them You know, <laughs> no. no. you're very funny, by oh. It's a lot It's funny to talk when you are passionate about what you do. And yeah. Just, well, she's such a beautiful woman that just want to your story, we're encouraged by all of thank you. Oh, yeah. What, yeah. what else I want to say is, you know, moving along, my thoughts went, you had that feeling of being um, really good at something, mm-hmm. going to love mm-hmm. Did you ever have that imposter syndrome, which was definitely, and you know, oh, I was talking oh, about my that, they called me and ask me to do something, and I'm like, uh, this is not even task.
0: It's good. always over not feeling it, right? I'm feeling yeah. <laughs> and
1: not about myself. So what I want to ask you is that imposter are feeling inadequate or incapable mm-hmm. of doing what you want to move forward. How do you propel propel yourself? I know you said that you you said you knew you had to do it, but besides that, there's something else that comes up that in, in a human being that pushes you forward. And it's I think for me, it's like the, the passion, not just wanting to succeed, but to do the best I can possibly do what I do. So what would you say? First off, it gave me the chills that you said that imposter, because that was me a hundred percent, especially in corporate. Okay. I was like, any day they're going to find out, I don't know what I'm doing. Like (laughs) any minute they're going to be like, there's no way she should have gotten this promotion. She mm-hmm. doesn't know what she's doing. And I would always sit in a room and think, first I'd go in there, I'm like, okay, this is good. I'm pretty good. And mm-hmm. then it's like, I'm literally the dumbest person mm-hmm. in this room. Like, I do not know anything. How did that person know that? I think I'm fairly smart, you know, capable. Mm-hmm. And it's like basic stuff, like just basic. Um, I'd be like, oh. I don't know that I got to get out of here. you know. Um, so definitely I have been that person so many times over. I can't even, and then in this line of work, so we put designs together for different events and we'll put, do something and I'll think, Oh, this looks really good. You know, and take a picture of it and look it back at it. And it's like, what was I thinking? <laughs> this, this is terrible. Is like it looks like someone just grabbed a bunch of stuff they had laying around and just, Through it, you know. (laughs) Um, But what I try to do with that is, I just try to say, like, um, "Am I better than I was yesterday? You know, am I doing better than before?" Because I've never felt the need to compete with different people, like different businesses. I'm always aware of what they're doing, not to compare our business or me to them but i can learn something from that mm-hmm. and then when i evaluate myself or you know our business or any of that i really do look at you know did i do better than before
0: mm-hmm. and
1: if i did then i'm good and then i just mm-hmm. keep pushing and keep pushing mm-hmm. yeah i, I love, love that answer. and i'm not surprised my son and um his wife love your mm-hmm. <laughs> seven They love that I mean, seriously what oh. do you want to go to
0: Oh,
1: seriously, mm-hmm. that's, that's when you go for their anniversary that's going to go through mm-hmm. all the time. That's where they like to oh, go. So thank you for that. Oh. I've been there too many times. And I think well, thank you. It's yeah. amazing. Um, just the appearance and everything that you feel is amazing. And then, thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank, yeah. you. Yes, thank
0: you. Yes. Yeah.
1: Sabria? Well,
0: you should just kind of okay. <laughs> I just curious about like how do you process or. Deal with um competition that comes into the area.
1: So, my whole career has been about competition, mm-hmm. just cutthroat. I mean, I um was in corporate, a man's. I was bitterness. like, Do you feel like it was because you were surrounded by men that it was more cutthroat? Um, I know the men were, I mean, on the surface, they were always very um accommodating and you know, good and blah blah blah, whatever. Um, but. Mm-hmm. Um, did you feel like you had prove yourself? like oh for sure you were for in, sure. I, I say so I was mm-hmm. super aggressive and assertive, um so I would like tear you down <laughs> <laughs> and then we could start then I felt like, okay, now you know I'm not a pushover because I'm just going to bury you <laughs> um and then. Uh, then, then you're gonna be like, okay, my, you now okay, she's she's like a real person. I'm sure. and, and then, then I felt like I could just be normal, like easy, nice, you know, like now we can have a mutual, you know, conversation. But I hated that part. Like, why do I have to do this now? I have to do this again. You know, <laughs> I'd have a new sales rep come in, and it's like here we go, yes, because I was young, you know, mm-hmm. probably 50 pounds lighter and, um, you know, just, I was always the youngest, too, you know, and so the woman and the youngest mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, she definitely doesn't know what she's talking about.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you ever get that where they assume your husband owns your business? No. Oh, well, poor <laughs> <in. laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, people come mm-hmm. in and they start talking to my husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I started this. Yeah. well, <laughs> yeah. I used to get that a lot too. Like people coming in. Because I was young, twenty something years old, you know, looking around, where's the owner? Talk mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> to that fellow. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. It's she's the one it. no. i do not even talk to the guy. Who she no, she. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So your question was about competition. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing bashing back yeah.
1: <laughs> We're not overgeneralizing. <all> oh. <laughs> you know when we started it was four women started this business with like you already know the story we didn't know anything um and so many of the restaurants that were by us there were you know men owned and it was the good old boys club literally the good old <laughs> boys club. and um I mean they had bets on us oh. and when we were gonna be, oh really yeah going under and we were doing the walk of Whatever it was, I don't know. I can't remember what they even called it. And it's like, okay, it's game on. Yeah, so that's put some, yeah, some fire and it's stillness. So I still have a little bit of like, see where we are, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it really isn't that long ago. <laughs> no, and so um, as far as my direct competitors we don't have like real real, you know everyone's got their own thing but for our our menu um at least for the restaurant's point of view so during financial hardships so we've got different things that are priced at different price points so it's like yeah i want to go out to eat but i don't know if i want to spend 60 dollars on one entree so you know maybe you share something so we've got that talk we have that that uh, variation so Mm -hmm. in terms of competitors um, it's not direct direct I mean yes I'm competing for that dollar Mm -hmm. Um, I'm always aware of who's doing what Um, on social media I'm looking at things you know got my ear open um, and uh, you know just kind of like it's like a gut check just okay Mm -hmm. am I you know, am I still doing the right things?
0: Are we still out there enough? Are we, you know, so the competition can kind of like push you to make you better than essentially to make sure that you're on your game. And and also coming back to probably our mission, you know, like coming back to that when you see what other people are doing, like, is that in alignment with like where we're at what we want? Yeah. And just
1: continuing to remember, like, are we doing better than we did before? Can Mm -hmm. we do better, you know, and that's, one of the things that we ask the staff, like to, when we said about motivating is like, I'll just sometimes say like, right, did you give the best you could mm-hmm. like, is that the best of you? Like, is yeah. if, if you were done, is that you sign your name to that? So, yup, yep, yeah. I gave my best. And if mm-hmm. the answer is no, then, well, cool. we've got some areas improvement. We've got some, something we can do, something we can work on. If it is your best and it really, I don't think it is then we have to reevaluate what best means, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also do things like
0: with menu for catering-wise. Um, You guys have a lot of like, unique things that a lot of other places don't have. So like maybe keeping, I'm not sure, you know, when you guys are brainstorming, but you do have a lot of unique things on your menu that have a lot of people don't. So
1: from the venue side of things, like when I
0: have a client who me looking for specific things, I know who I can recommend based off the venue's in the area. So I think like, Thinking about competitors is keeping it different and keeping it unique mm-hmm. that way, you know, um, how to like navigate those clients to specific vendors or competitors.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. That's a good point.
0: Definitely. Yeah, Holly. Okay, so kind of a little off topic, but um, I know you had
1: mentioned your husband. How was he as far as support mm-hmm. wise when the question? You took the risks that you took and then like how old were your children? So, um... <clears throat> Okay, so my son was my youngest was three.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and I hated traveling and I had to travel with corporate and I hated it, like mm-hmm. hated it. Um it was always and I'm not a men hate bachelor by no means, but <laughs> sir, it just sounds that way. But it was always, you know, these middle aged men on there, it was the Blackberry back then, you know, <laughs> it like they seem to get close enough to the front of the line, you know, like, yeah, you've got a seat, you know, you don't have to be right there waiting, you know, they're so important or, you know, they, ugh, I just hate the whole thing. Um, so my youngest was uh, three. And then um, my middle son would have been uh, 10. And then my daughter was 12. Um, And, you know, one thing that my husband and I always talked about was, you know, when we were, um, before we started the family, was like, what are some things that are important? And we're not great communicators. You know, I mean, it's not like we just had it all mastered, you know, but for some reason we did. (laughs) <laughs> we did have this conversation about what was important. And um we said, okay, we want our kids to be our own family. So we're not gonna move for work, you know. Financially, we want to be able to, you know, to have some freedom, but that wasn't gonna be number one. So every time I was up for a promotion, I would say to him, What do you think? This is gonna put more on you. You know, can we do this? Should we do this? And so he yeah, do it, do it, do it. You know, so he believed in me, even when I didn't, because I would definitely be like, they are gonna find out, like they're gonna find out I don't know what I am
0: Um,
1: and though so then with the businesses, like, you know, I at first thought it was like a little hobby, oh it's my wife's business, you know. Um, and then you know, we kept growing and growing, and then we kept standing, and he just kind of went along with it. Um, it, you know, uh He's been a big supporter, but he's also tried to say, you know, not just probably enough, like you gotta cut back. Things aren't, you know, working. And, you know, I was just super stubborn and <laughs> no, we you know, we can do it. We can make this work. We can make this work. And then really what happened with Side is I probably would have kept pushing myself, but I just, there's no way I could. He's, you know, he just can't keep doing this physically. You mm-hmm. just can't keep pushing people that, you know, so um he's been a huge support though. Mm-hmm. And my kids, they you know, when any of you guys know with, with a small business, uh your kids get to grow up in that business. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, my yeah. lots of <laughs> She knows how to the labels. Yep. She does all the things. She yeah. loves it. Yep. So yeah. Well, yeah, they they know how to wash a dish. That's everything. <laughs> 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 yep. Yeah.
0: yeah. Any other questions? Well, my final question that I always love to ask is what are you most proud of about yourself? Okay. Oh, uh,
1: I think, um, um, I think probably I can just keep going. I can keep pushing, but I, I am always trying to learn, um, you know, uh, I think I think that's probably the biggest thing is I'm I'm just continually trying to learn. Like, and I'm not saying I'm reading all these books, like the motivational stuff you see. Get up at five <laughs> o'clock in the morning, the first thing you do is make your bed, you know, and you'll, do that and you'll accomplish the first thing of the day and all that kind of stuff, right? I'm not I'm not like reading all these great books or anything like that. Um it's I'm learning just in the way that I can learn, you know, what works for me. And I'm not letting myself feel bad that it's not the same way that, you know, you might see online or by a professional, they might tell you. So mm-hmm. um, I think I would say that's, yeah, well, learning I, through your own experiences, right? And reflecting, I do a lot of reflecting, but I'd like to, I like to sit back and think about how this went, or, you know, what I could have done differently or better or but not in a bad way. Like I'm not bashing myself under.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's why I love these conversations because hopefully it, it did make you think about, you know, as I'm asking these questions or, you know, I sent you them ahead of time, even just in our conversations yeah. of like, well, yeah, what have I done over the years? Cause it's such a whirlwind when you're in it.
1: It really is. Yeah. And, you know, you would think I would have, you know, prepared a little bit more, I did read over the questions, but everything just felt it it just when I was trying to think of stuff, it just didn't feel like it would be genuine. So I thought, well, I just hope that Mm -hmm. I'll be able to recall some of the things that make sense and that you guys didn't just waste your time. I (laughs) mean, no,
0: absolutely not. And I I love the off the cuff answers anyway. So I think those are the best ones. Mm I
1: feel like everything that you've talked tonight has really come from your heart. Mm-hmm. So really. Thank too. you. And, you know, we all struggle. Every one of us. With mm-hmm. things, and we need that support from each other to know that, yeah, they went through it too. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. That's why I can like, tell you're, you're mm-hmm. that you're very frustrated in the spirit in you and you know you can do it. Mm-hmm. And that confidence is awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, it's been... Um... You know we didn't even touch on it and we won't because I know we're probably out of time but um there was a whole other side like I mean my kids are going through things like you know crazy stuff like my little my youngest son got hit by a car he was a hit and run victim so he was in the hospital for a week and I'm still on the phone with in the hospital getting calls from the our sales rep like they can't make this delivery because this bill wasn't paid and I'm just going to be like, I'm in the hospital with my kid, you know, yeah. but the world just keeps going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
0: Um, one last question, Corinne. So what would be some of your advice on balancing being like the one in your family who is the business owner and the woman and the mom and like having the children?
1: I was wondering. answer no. no but I um so one thing that I always wanted my kids to see is that I am human you know um that I don't know everything and you're gonna see you're gonna ask me a question and you're gonna see me typing it into the computer say, I don't remember that or I don't know how to do that math problem or I mean they stopped asking a long time ago this <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing um I think just <laughs> balancing it you can't balance it I mean mm-hmm. you're making choices you know um you can't do it all and you can't have everything and I think that that's just the reality um but you can make a choice on what maybe is um you know important to you or what is maybe this can wait and this can't you know um you just, you can't do it all. You can't balance it all. You're going to miss something, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And I think just being honest and letting them see you, you know, fight and struggle and um, saying, sometimes I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is, you know? Um, Just having open discussions and, you know, like, I don't know everything. And I have failed, but I've gotten back up. You know, you've seen me struggle. Mm-hmm. You have seen me
0: hardcore, like, dying. And I didn't quit. Mm-hmm. You know, which is probably some of the best lessons you could ever teach mm-hmm. your children is just from you being who you are and going through what you've gone through. And mm-hmm. they're just soaking it up. You know, even when you don't realize it, right? right? Yeah. And they're seeing that resilience, and um, those are things that they're going to remember. Yeah. And
1: it's not glamorous. Like, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I mean, why <laughs> <is> it not? It's <laughs> not. I know, <laughs> surprise, <laughs> surprise. Yeah. But I, you know, and it's okay with them. That's okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely.
1: We're all still, you know, learning as we grow. We all have to make mm-hmm. it and we all have to, yep. you know, Strive yeah. Together. yeah,
0: something I heard recently that has really stuck with me is every time you make a choice of either pursuing something new or different or taking on more, it's um, which balls am I going to drop? Is it the crystal balls or is it the rubber balls? Crystal balls of maybe your family, your priorities, the things that you can't um let go of, right? Mm-hmm. And the rubber balls are the things like your laundry, your yeah your, <laughs> your, you know, just like some of those things that you could delegate out or who cares how messy your house is, right? Um, so just knowing what those priorities are For and sure. And knowing, like you said, you can't do it all, but you're just doing the best you can and trying to be better than you were yesterday. Mm-hmm. So Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Soul Driven with Steph. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it out with someone else who needs to hear this message. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you know when new episodes drop. And until next time, be sure to take care of your mind, your body, and your soul.